Well, episode number nine, Musical Chats with Danny. And I am, in fact, Danny. So here I am, talking to you on my podcast. So um, lots of stuff has been happening. Um, last night there was a uh, unbelievable display of lack of civility and uh, just an absolute shit show. The presidential uh, electoral um, debate else you to call it. It was far from being a debate. It was uh, it was just like a cockfight. It was terrible. Um, I don't even really want to get too far into it, but it really uh, it really was quite disturbing for me and for probably just about anybody who has got any sensitivity to you know just being a decent human being. Um, Trump is just unbelievable boor, narcissistic, malignant idiot. And Biden, you know, he kind of fell into it. You know, I mean, I don't think he's the greatest in the world either. There's skeletons in every closet. You know, he's been a politician for many years. He's bound to have, uh, you know, an advantage over Trump, for one thing, because he's an actual politician as compared to, you know, a talk, reality show guy, you know, monarch in his mind over the United States of America. Anyway... It was uh, it was just uh, really something else to see Biden, you know, getting sucked in, and you know, basically reacting to to Trump's boorishness, and and also Wallace, the guy who was the uh, the moderator from C, uh, from Fox actually, uh, which was amazing. He was the guy who presented the the questions. Trump talked all over him. He was incredibly abusive to just the. The rules, I mean, the, the rules didn't mean a thing to him, which is the way he is. Um, but Biden got sucked into the vortex, too, and, you know, called him a clown, and which he is, and a few other things. But, yeah, it it really did a thing to my mood, and, and, and it fit in with a whole bunch of other stuff that's been going on in the last day or so. Um, you know, as this is musical chats... You know, I'm gonna gonna talk about a certain thing that happened here in Vancouver. A long-standing musical venue, many many years, going back to the latter '80s, and probably a little bit before that. I'm not sure. A place called the Fairview, Fairview Pub, and they had like a stage and a PA system and a sound guy and the whole thing. And I played there for many many years with various bands, with Fat City, with uh, Billy Cowsill, with. Uh, Mike Henry and the Big Dog Band, the Bobcats, uh, Al Foreman and the Soulmates, many, many, many groups. And, you know, I heard lots of great playing in there over the years. And it's quite the place, but guess what? The place is closed permanently. And uh, it's a huge loss to Vancouver. Uh, it was uh, an institution much like what the Yale was, the Yale Hotel, which closed several years ago. Well, it's still, still open, but it's... It's completely gutted as far as being a live music place. It's just done. Uh, and we're seeing more and more and more of that happening. We've been seeing it for a very long time. Um, you know, the COVID situation, you know, obviously is, it's a factor. But in this, in the case of the Fairview, no, it's not a factor at all. The deal had been done. It was a real estate sellout. It was, it was well before COVID hit. Uh, they had the big, you know, it was quite public knowledge that, you know, they were just waiting to do it, uh, tear down the whole block. 
and um, you know it's sad. It's a reality, um, not just in Vancouver. It's just you know I happen to live here, and it uh, can see it all the time, and it's rampant. It's this runaway development capitalism gone mad um, situation, but it's destroying music venues. Uh, and you know, I mean, from a logistic or from a logical point of view, and from a sort of a maybe more objective point of view, you know, in pure economics, it makes sense because the the music venues just aren't generating the money they used to generate. Um, you know, there's a lot of a struggle going on for various reasons, um, and of course. You know, I mean, it's business is business, as they say. And I mean, I played in the bar business long enough to know that it's all about selling alcohol and nachos and a few other things. But, you know, food is part of it. But really, it's about alcohol. And, you know, the changing attitudes towards, you know, drinking, driving, uh, the cigarette thing, you know, when it happened, it had its impact, um, changing demographics. You know, rock and roll bands and rhythm and blues bands and stuff that I grew up with and was part of a bunch of them um, doesn't really click with a whole new generation as much as, as uh, you know, a dance club, you know, for say, you know, like a place that's like a disco type of thing where there is no live music because it's just, it's a generational thing. So with the dying off of uh, the generation that I'm in, you know, and, and the the fact that they don't drink like they used to, um, goes back to the whole thing of, you know, hey, revenues are down, this place is going down the chute, you know, rent is going up, you know, um, that wasn't really a case with the Fairview. Um, but, you know, other ones like the Dover Arms, for instance, uh, uh, Federico's uh, um, Supper Club that recently went down that I used to play in quite a bit down in, down on the east end of Vancouver on commercial, and that was a great place. And it went down because of escalating rents, um, property taxes, you know, various other factors, uh, even ostensibly, you know, busy rooms like Federico's was. It wasn't like they were dying as far as getting people in there. They were, you know, they had a high overhead, but they, they, they brought in really good music. Food was excellent. Service was good. But they just couldn't fly. And you're seeing more and more and more of that. And now that COVID has kicked in, it is decimating you know, restaurants and bars, like unbelievably because of the restrictions. I mean, the restrictions are rational, understood. You know, this is a deadly situation we're, we're in the middle of. However, you know, we're seeing a completely, it's just draining to see that, you know, the, 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 the lifeblood and the soul being sucked out of a city when we're losing the music, and we're losing the gathering places. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's not just about like a concert. I mean, the music is certainly important and, and the connection that people feel through it, through dancing and, and all that. But it's the milieu. It's, it's the gathering of people together, shared experiences. Um, you know, you start knocking those things out like the Fairview and Dover and, I mean, uh, Federico's. And you go on and on and on. The list is actually really unbelievably long. Earlier in the day, I was putting together a... Facebook thing and I started listing off all of the bars that I know that have closed and a lot of them closed before COVID-19 hit like the greater majority um, it's, it's been a, a, um, a 
a decline that we've seen. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, but, you know, people are trying to cope, and uh, I just see the situation, and, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. And the other thing that happened is that yesterday uh, I, I got the news that uh, Mac Davis, the great singer-songwriter, um, you know, hit, hit-making record guy, he passed away. Helen Reddy passed away, the woman who sang I Am Woman, which was a huge anthem for the women's movement uh, back in the 70s. Uh, she passed away, and um, also Rocco Prestia, who was the totally groundbreaking, uh, innovative bass player for Tower of Power. He passed away as well. So three very big, you know, presences, very different from each other, definitely, but all really, really, you know, iconic uh, talents in the in the music world passed. And it was like, I got, I heard that and I thought, wow, you know, this just keeps on happening, The you know, it's it's an age thing, right? You know, but it, it it just brings back that whole thing of George Harrison. All things must pass. I mean, there's no way that anybody is not is going to get out of this alive, as as Jim Morrison said. You know, he didn't make it too far, did he? Um, you know, there's that, and and there's just the changing tides that are happening. Um, in music and in culture, uh, you know, society in general. And, you know, you look at it and, and you think about how that actually plays into, you know, the situation that we're in with COVID. Um, you know, older people are, are much more prone to die, actually, because as we get older, post 60 or whatever, that we are more prone because we have comorbidities, as I say, you know, we have, you know, diabetes, we have whatever, right? So we're more likely to pass than somebody who's younger, unless that younger person may have comorbidities. It, now, they're finding out that that's actually not entirely true, but it plays into this thing I'm talking about right here, about, you know, all things must pass and the fact that we're going. And you look at the the younger people that really don't relate to, to you know, our generation's music, and, you know, that that's fair enough. Why, why would they? You know, some of them... They, they look at it and it's like it's ironic and it's like sort of interesting and you know they like to buy vinyl I'm being I'm being a jerk here um, but you know it's not like they don't necessarily get it you know but it's not the same as we grew up with the stuff it really is close to us it's not at a distance and um, as we disappear you know this other you know there isn't just a single generation, but it's a couple of generations behind a guy like my, like myself, you know, post six, you know, post sixty five, pushing seventy. Um, I uh, I look at it and I just think, you know, wow, where is it all going? You know, and the younger people, you know, they're, they're, they think they're bulletproof as, you know, around this COVID thing, and I think, man, and they're spreading it, and the, you know, super spreading situations are, they're affecting people. In, in the you know later you know the older people right you know people come home and they their dads and their moms and their uncles and their aunts and their grannies they're all exposed to this stuff and you know the chances of survival are a lot less because of our age and you know the the behavior of, of uh, younger people not all of them you know that's not fair but a lot 
is is really scary you know in terms of how is it all going to go and you know i know this is supposed to be a musical chat but um these things are weighing heavy on my mind you know the, the mortality factor of you know some of our iconic people you know we've lost god we can't even begin to count david bowie uh you know tom petty you know it just goes on and on and on of the people that we're losing you know prince everyone uh goes on and on and on and it's like well where do we fit in in this culture as older as older musicians, I mean, for one thing, people or musicians that play older type of music, jazz players that play, you know, uh, you know, country players that are really traditional, uh, you know, rockabilly types, um, you know, um, throwback 60s, 70s type of guys, you know, like myself, <coughs> I do a few different things, but, you know, we've been displaced, and, and uh, now, I mean, the only, the only real people that want to listen to us are people of our, our generation and with the bars going you know there's less of a venue to do that so it's um it's really an existential problem for uh, for musicians and it's a real drag for the listeners so i'm i keep going back to this and i'm going to end off this episode with this um support live stream performances of music that you enjoy and, and, you know, be generous, if you can, financially, to make donations to these people. Because, you know, it's really one of the, the last ways that musicians can survive is, is to, you know, you do this spotty little things where there's six people and you're playing for them, whatever. Uh, $100 gigs, that's not going to pay the bills. But, you know, you can do one of these live streams. And if people really like you, you know, and they cough up a bit of money, it can help pay the bills. And uh, so I'm going to mention a couple that, well, I'm going to mention two. Blue Frog, which is out in, uh, it's a great thing. It's a, they've been doing this thing for a while, these live stream things. If you look them up, Blue Frog. And the other one is uh, Mikey's Place. Mikey's Place is every Sunday at 7 o'clock. And I think he's adding also a jazz one during the week. I'm not too certain of the day. But Mikey's Place some great local players play and singers on there um, I'm going to sign off pretty soon here but I just want to say hey stay safe stay connected to music music is very healing and uh, I really appreciate you listening and I hope to see you on my Facebook Danny Casavant Daniel Joseph Casavant okay signing off episode number 9